This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is another episode here you're listening to on The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you here. My name is Dr. Vic, and if this is your first time tuning in, thank you for tuning in to this amazing podcast. Please make sure to follow us, subscribe, and so much more. For our current subscribers and followers, thank you for your support throughout this journey. This week, we had a great interview. I really enjoyed this. I love sometimes being able to talk with individuals with this certain mindset to this certain perspective on life and so much more. And uh, Ben really delivers in this episode. He shares a lot about his story, um, about the age of 14, how he survived the failed suicide at, at the attempt at the age of 15, and then how he spent a year, 365 days in rehab and so much more. Um, we really dove into a lot of concepts about how to get clear with who you are, what you want in life, how to identify and limit emotional energy leaks, how to have a better relationship with yourself and how to stop fixing yourself and truly just start to live. And we dive into a lot of these concepts and so much more. And uh, I'm just excited to share this uh, this episode with you. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you a little bit about Ben Oosterveld and who he really is. Ben didn't have an easy start. He lived on the streets at age of 14, survived a failed suicide attempt at age 15, and then later spent 365 days in rehab. Ben's inner game needed work. He was a purebred people pleaser, manipulative, and controlling man who always compared himself to others to the point of constant self-sabotage. 
Today, he focuses on helping business owners who have a strong family values put in the long game systems so they can, can get control of their business, get reconnected with themselves and their families. Ben has coached national companies to single entrepreneurs. Previously, he built a real estate investment company that held 61 properties with investors in four different cities. After getting his real estate license within two years, he built a team and managed over a million dollars in paid out commissions, all while running a national coaching business and raising five kids with his wife, Renee. Ben loves business, but his real obsession is helping people break free of the old patterns that hold them back in life. The inner game is everything to him and is on a mission to find his tribe, business owners who want to build a life they love paid for by an awesome business. Without no further ado, sit back and relax. This is Ben Oosterveld. Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks. I call you Dr. Vic. Whatever you like, brother. I'm not, I'm not in the office, as I say. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to meet you, man. I've actually, I've actually, uh, there's some, someone in my tribe says, uh, oh, you're going on his show. I listen to his show. It's awesome. I love the guy. So uh, it doesn't happen all the time. And that's, uh, that's cool. So, that's yeah. awesome to hear. Um, well, I'm excited to have you on. I done my due diligence. Uh, we're already gelling even before we got on to this. So, you know, for the listeners, be ready, sit back. This is going to be a good one. Um, my listeners know I like to dive right into things. Don't waste time in this. So share, if you don't mind, share your story, how you got into to what you're doing today. What's that journey? What's that process? Sure. Um, so, so first of all, today I, I focus on really helping real estate agents, you know, transform into real business owners with real systems that actually serve their life. Uh, also work with uh, running retreats and, and, and things like that. But today I live in West Vancouver, a place where I've always dreamed of living. It's not where, but the thing is I've got five kids married almost 20 years, uh, driven deeply by my backstory. You know, I, I've grown up uh, in a very tough childhood environment. I lived on the streets when started running away when I was 12. Uh, so I, I became a survivor and an a, a, a overcomer for a year. So I, I have to go that far back to understand that that still drives me today, being being broken and having to fix myself and work on myself. And what I realized was I I started I started wanting to like I tried suicide, I tried drugs, done some sat in a jail cell, uh, done all kinds of things just but deep down I wanted to live. And I spent 365 days in rehab, all kinds of crazy stuff. I really should be dead or in jail. Like, there's just no questions asked, but there's this little spark inside me that just wanted to live. And so uh, long story is I've done everything in my life to try to first be normal. Okay. So I, I did, you know, personal growth. I did spirituality. I did all kinds of things because I just wanted to be effing normal. Is that or die? So I was almost forced into the human development transformation without even knowing it from a kid all the way through. And then I got into sales that just dominated in sales. I remember selling office furniture, two and a half million dollars of desks. The guy I was like a prodigy. No one even come close to me. I understood how to sell and do marketing. I became a business coach. I, I found rich dad, poor dad, started buying real estate, about 41 properties in 14 months. I just a wild A type, but never really understood what drove me. And I started really started connecting that my motivation was not healthy. It was very, very high pressure and missing so many things with my kids and my wife and just, just didn't understand how to connect on a human to human level because I was just so driven. Anyways, I found, uh, I went through, I went through a lot. I, I went through the crash of 2008 with real estate that started, it's really interesting because you start getting broken and then you, and then you have to fix that in some level or you find out who you really are. Long story short, I've been working on myself and what I realized, I'm not that man anymore. 
uh, got some shadows of all that. That doesn't go away. All the different things and and but the thing is, what I what my backstory led me to is 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 I have this unbelievable desire to help people, and I think I've gone through. I've overcome a lot of things. And what was interesting is in business, what I realized is the more you increase your self worth, the more your net worth increases. If you're, it's really an interesting tie, and I'm on a mission to let, to show business owners that the inner game matters. I, I I've uh, became a real estate agent, and I started. But after I started coaching agents, I realized, wow, this is going to be easy. Uh, I sold 1.1 million dollars of real estate in my first two years in a market that's not huge commissions, just dominated that. Uh, but it was all based on referrals, connections, and my self awareness and self self uh, worth and my authenticity that I had been growing over the years, I think became a very attractive thing. I didn't know why so many people wanted to deal with me, but it was the inner game was different. I started becoming a healthy human being. And anyways, long story short, I started coaching agents and they started having a lot of success. I started coaching business owners. And today, you know, 10 years later, I've coached people all over North America, uh, helping real estate agents, you know, transform into business owners. I run personal growth retreats for their families now. And everything I do starts at the inner game. We've had a uh, massive transformations in a lot of people. And um, that's my backstory in a real chopped up way. I, I, I don't know how to sit there and make it perfect. I'm ADD. I've got dyslexic. You know, I barely can read, but uh, doing pretty well for myself. I just try to be myself. I love hearing stories like this because it's, you know, I always look back and I, the way I look at that is like, you know, you have this drive, this hustle to keep, you know, driving forward and so forth. I mean, you share that in your story. Um, if you didn't go through, you went through in your past, you know, would that, would you still have that drive? Great question. Uh, it's kind of, a, you could look at it as, like, I don't know. I, I truly believe that we're built with purpose. I really do. Someone, someone just picks up a piano and plays it without having to practice. What's that? Someone, someone be, just can't stop thinking about writing or painting or why do I was, why was I born hyper? Why was I born with so much activity, like so much intensity? And I don't know if that was because of the, what I went through, or maybe that's just my mission. Maybe that's who I am. Maybe that's because I've got so much effing energy that it's because I've got big plans and it needs it, my plan needs that much energy. So I really, I am not I, like I'm, I'll flip into foo-foo sometimes, but I'm a pretty practical son of a gun. And, but I really believe in purpose. So I think whoever you are, you're built in a way for something very, very uh, purposeful. So the answer is, I think I would have this much drive. I think it's just about, do we use it for the good or we use it for selfish? Do we use it for the bad? So very interesting question. I never had that question. Would you have had that without the, without the backstory? I, I think part of it is from the backstory. Like my, when I see someone hurting, I go crazy inside. I carry their pain. I can, I can see it. Or if I see someone taking a solution, a practical solution to an emotional problem, it just drives me crazy. I'm like, you're not, it's not going to work. I just want to walk up to them. It's not going to work. You're going to go farther down the rabbit hole, dude. So, so there is a lot that drives me from the past. But the energy is the energy. I think who I am is who I am. Now I agree with you 100. I mean, I think that, you know that you would have gone like you know you talk about why does a kid just pick up a piano and can just play? You yeah. know, even if they avoid that, eventually there's something that's going to pull them to go there so. if that's their purpose, right? And the same thing for you. You went through that because you had to go through that to take to where you are today to prep you for today. But at the same token, if you didn't go through that, you would have just had something different that would have still got you to where you were going. 
At least that's kind of so. how I've seen for my studies of humans and looking at like, cause I love to connect dots and I love looking yeah, back, totally. even on my own life, just taking a yeah. look going, all right, why this happen? Let's, let's see the purpose. And, you know, yeah. and then after time you go, Holy crap. How yeah, like hell? hell? So many stories like that. Yeah, man, I get it. Yeah. I, it's tons of like, what the hell the heck? I got some stuff going on right now that I'm not going to share, but wild connections. I'm like, you know, that guy, yeah, I'm working for him. Really? I'm working for him. Oh, what's going like crazy stuff. And I, I think even when it's not going like that though, like I just want to, cause we're kind of going into this law of attraction moment and like, Oh, it's there's flow and abundance. And a guy drove up and gave me a Beamer. It's amazing. That's not, I'm talking about even when it's bullshit really hard, I still have the same feeling. When I'm sitting there getting my ass kicked in business or someone is just completely dishonored me or someone doesn't see my value or, 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 or a business transaction is just not working the way you thought it would, whatever it is, I also think that's perfect too. See, we think, oh, I'm in flow. It, yeah, I'm, I love flow when it's good, but I, we need to love flow when it's teaching us and going deep and making us better. And I think that's where we don't embrace the hard part. We just love the dreaming for the beamers. I just love to put that disclaimer out there because we right away go into like, oh, it's amazing. The connections that happen when you're in this magical spiritual place. No, no, no. You're When you're getting your ass kicked, that's also part of the plan. So I just, just want to balance that out. I appreciate you bringing that up. It's a great point. Cause I wrote a book called the walk in the dark and it's all about that. Like how to, cause so many times you get into that, like, oh, it all should just be great in this and that. And I always tell people, I'm like, you know, they're, 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 we're not in the dimension that does that. Like we're, we have polarity here. So you got to have one with the other. Um, and and it, you, there's a hard, we're not at the level to where we can just enjoy the one-sided coin. We're, we're just not there. Uh, and so we have to have those two. And the one makes us appreciate the other more. And without that con- contrast, because that's what life's all about, um, then we don't, we don't, uh, we can't appreciate those moments. Just like where you are today in your life, so true. where so you true. went in your past makes you appreciate more. I know for myself, that's true. Like I look back at 10, 15 years ago and I'm like where I came from and I'm going, man, I love where I'm at right now. And it motivates me and inspires me to want to go even further. So when I look back 20, 30 years ago, then I'm going to yeah. sit there and go, damn, all right, I did something. Yeah, yeah. Love and it. it's not about like comparing because I used to be that time of type A driver. I'm, we're very similar, high energy. I mean, yeah. I used to be an ADHD, ADHD yeah. kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where you know, looking back and, and, and this has come out a question I'll ask you, have you, do you do that type of work when it comes to the inner game? How much does gratitude play a role? How much does that type of reflections and things like that? So, so I think, um, again, the disclaimer is we're about to talk about gratitude. Great. That's a real hot, fancy self-help topic. Yep. Did my 75,000 gratitudes today. Like, who fucking cares? The reality is that has to be something that's in our blood. Like, it's not like, oh, I bought my gratitude journal. And yeah, I'm not trying to mock it. I, I am, but it's like, yeah, I do believe gratitude, but I don't think about it. I just fucking know. Like, I just know. There's a difference between doing a discipline and being part of who you are. Like, I just know. Like there is no practice I need to look back and how fucking grateful I am for, for people, for where I am today. When I visited Africa, 
when I, when I did these places and I've, I've gone to Peru, I've done some orphanage work. Like it's not hard to be grateful sitting in North America. Are you kidding me? Like, are we have to try to be grateful? We need a practice on grateful when I live and I'm looking at the freaking ocean on one of the most highest end neighborhoods in the world. I'm sitting here and I need to be grateful. So I'm just on my, on my little preacher's box right now. Cause I get a little bit tired of the self-help world, even though I'm in it. It's like, yep, let's do our gratitudes. Let's do our, let's, how many more positive affirmations can I do? Well, you feel like a piece of crap. If affirmations probably not going to help you. If you really believe that these little words aren't going to help you. It might a little bit for a moment, but like a Tylenol, that might help for a second. The real truth needs to be looked at. Sorry, man, I'm going off. I'm, I'm, I don't mean to take over like that. No, you're good. Hey, it's all, this is all about conversation and you're the guy I want to have it with. So no, you're good. No, I agree with you because that's what kind of, when I got into the self-help world years and years ago, I got tired of like, you know, people who do all these seminars and do all this work. And I met all these people that would like constantly be doing things, but then I look at their life and it's like yeah, not going yeah. anywhere. And I'm not judging the person. I'm just totally. judging the system. Totally. And these that, people are trying, they're doing what they're, that's what I mean. They're buying the gratitude, they're doing the affirmations, which in, in, in itself is okay. It's actually positive. It's just that it's just that it's just missing some factors. Well, it's just even like uh, when the secret came out, I watched it. I looked at it. I was like, Oh, great. You know, this, this kind of aligns. I know universal laws. I've been, I was already studying them prior to it coming out. Uh, and then I started, when I saw it, I was like, man, they're missing some elements. And I was like, they're just missing. It's not just think positive and everything's going to yeah. work out. Um, there's other factors and other pieces of the equation that weren't shared. So everyone be like, just think positive and everything just works out for you and, and so mm -hmm. forth. And I was like, you got to do more work than just that. You got to go a little deeper. Here's why you got to go a little deeper. Here's the purpose behind why you got to go deeper. Uh, because just doing that alone, if you have no energy, you have no emotions behind it. That's where the energy is. That's where the attraction comes. That's where the, that's why it's called emotion, energy, emotion. It's all about that. The emotions are, are what move things and make things, you either become more magnetic to what you desire, or you become less magnetic to what you desire. And, and positivity can suppress your emotions. <laughs> exactly. You can use that. Like Tony it's Robbins. Said you can hide behind your positivity. I know those are the, those are the most angry people I know, to be honest. Yes. Well, I love how Tony Robbins says it when he, uh, he was saying one time, he's like, you got to think positive because I'm like, I'm not telling you to look at the grass and you see the weeds and just say, ignore your weeds and just focus on the grass. Yep. He's like, no, you got to look at the weeds and say, okay, what's there and what can I do yep. to improve that? But, you know, and also with everything else, and I was like, that's what we need to do more of to encompass, to be raw and real. Where am I at? How am I at? And all these different things. No, I love that. What are some of the biggest things in your, and I, and, and I know this is going to be a very broad question and you take it specific to how you want to go, but like, what are some things that people are listening to that you find that's the biggest uh, uh, inner game? What's the number one thing that they need to work on when it comes to their inner game? Okay. So, so that is a broad question. It's like how to be human. But the thing is, I think if I was to say, where would I start? Where would I start with a, with the people that I work with? You know what I'd start with? the most ridiculous honesty, wild, ugly, gross honesty with themselves. Because the problem is they're, they're chasing everyone else's goals. Most of them, even me, I want to look, maybe I'm still doing that. Like it's something that's a journey. Like I might, maybe my relationship with my father still affects where I'm going. How? how and, and I always like to look at someone and say, how do I, I would say how I trigger the moment to have a conversation. I say, I'd say, hey, do you like if I controlled you? Let me control you. 
And that's a real beautiful trigger because when we get out of the head, it's an emotional reaction. So when I say something like that, I'm actually dealing with who they are. Because if I say, let me control you, the reaction is what I need to speak to, not to their brain. They're like, oh, no, no, fuck you. I'm not controlling you. Oh, awesome. Sounds good. So let's talk about all the things in life that are controlling you. You think that you're running your life? How about that you got married because you got someone pregnant and you didn't want to, but you made your parents happy? Okay, awesome. How about how about your your like? Do you know how many ethnic people I deal with that have degrees that don't want them? Do you know how many people like we can go on for an entire show on the expectations that are placed upon us as children that we have to unwind? Everyone's saying this is how you be successful. I don't, it's not anyone being mean. It's not even trauma. It's just that, why don't we say, what do you want? Who are you? So that's a real fluffy question. But if I say, do you want to be controlled? I'll get everyone to say no, because we've all been hurt and abused and controlled and manipulated. So if we take a look at honesty, honesty, then we can have a good, honest look at who we are. That's the first step. We do so many things for other reasons other than who we are. We need to get back to what we want and be willing to stand on our own. Like the, the it's, it's Wayne Dyer or no, Wayne Dyer was a, we love Wayne Dyer. Someone that he was mentored by says, you would have probably known who this is. I can't remember who it is, but it's disregard the good and bad opinions of others, the good and the bad. And so, and, and that alone is not even, the, it's a lot more to that, but where you start is like looking at your, at yourself, honestly, like not like, Oh, I'm doing good. No, I'm not doing good. <laughs> Or, or I'm freaking amazing and I call myself not amazing. No, no, you are amazing. You need to identify with that too. Because being so-called humble is also a misalignment. I love that. No, you hit some, some really good points on that. And it's, it's uh, being on, you know, the cultural programming. And it's not just with your parents, right? The parents are the most biggest one. But yeah. then you also have the cultural and all the other Culture, stuff. religion, all kinds, yeah. But you brought something up that I thought was really key in that. And I've went through this. I, w- I went through that as a chiropractor. Like, what's th- what's a successful chiropractor yeah, look yeah, like? Yeah. What's this? Yeah. What's that? What do they have to do? What's the numbers they see? What's that? All these things, right? Yeah. And then I followed them, got there. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah. I was empty. I had yeah, a void. Man. And I was just like, nah, this is this is not what I want to do. Yeah. Um, and do when it... Is there a process that people can, because like, I love that question you asked. I, I kind of use that in some way. Like, do you want to be controlled? Hell no. No one, no one's going yeah, to let me control no, you. No, <laughs> you. No one's going to say, you'll oh, find, yeah, you'll, you'll find their, Yeah, you'll find their anger. You'll find their stuff. Like, you'll find all kinds of things behind going, fuck you. Because I'm still like that. You want to control me? You got a you bear on your hand. Still. So anyways, yeah, I, I, it's, it's neat to see who people really are and understand how to trigger that. I love that. And then you talk about triggers here. So, you know, what is some, you know, are triggers like cues to let us know uh, where are things we have to work on things yeah. that we have in? I mean, how's, how's that work? I always ask you to watch your reactions and you'll find out what you need to work on. Like it's because if I was to, <clears throat> let's say I was to throw a, um, a cactus at you, you would not be like, well, should I catch yet? Let me just think this through for a minute. No, you'd be like, ah! so it's a reaction. So, so, and, and it's in, that's when we go to instinct. That's when we find out where we're not being aware of who we are, but yeah, you know, you look for the reactions. So when you, let's say, let's say someone in your house and all of a sudden you're like, fuck, well, what do you, what do you like? Why is that there? You have to, that's the doorway to start drilling in. 
That's the string to pull. That's the the reactions on, you know what I mean? Like when you get a little bit too mad in the car because you're driving, you got to say, why the fuck are you under this much pressure? And let's follow the pressure gauge. That's a big one. And if we find out, because at the end of the day, we just want to build a life we love to live. That's my whole mission on those. Like find my tribe one at a time and let's build a freaking life we love. Like it's, why do we have to have anything more complicated? Like, are you happy where you live? Are you happy who you're with? Are you happy with the work you do? And are you happy with yourself? These four areas, let's just figure that out. And why don't we just live? And a lot of people have a real hard time letting themselves live because they're busy trying to do stuff that isn't aligned. So I love the triggers are definitely the doorway. And that's, and that's where I use emotions in my work is always like that, because what is that knee jerk reaction, right? The trigger that has, and it's in a, in a positive or negative, it's going to give us a plethora of information to be like, we need to dive into that. Let's see what's going on. Why is that coming up? Where's it happening? We're in the history. I love it. I knew it would be gelling in this one. So we're, yeah, I yeah. that. So, so, so similar. Even our haircuts the same, you know, <laughs> you got a good barber. I must say. <laughs> yeah, man. That's, that's, that's name's name's Ben and a $20 razor. I've been, lo- I've been saving 20 bucks every few weeks. Every time I shave my head, I'm like, that's another 20, 30 buck haircut. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break here. Here's a word from our sponsor. Is it time to take your life to the next level? Are you tired of playing small and repeating the same cycles in your life? I invite you to tune in to the Art of Living Big podcast. It's a show that's part brain, part spirit, and part possibility. I'm Betsy Paik, the host, and I'm an author, a speaker, and a trainer of NLP. And each week, I share new ideas to help you think differently about what could be possible for your life. Are you ready? Let's go live big. All right. Let's get back to this rocking episode. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to save you some money. Are you interested in saving money? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. I use a single blade. You get it. on. I got it online. You get a right. hundred pack of them for like seven bucks. <laughs> it's lasted me like over a year oh, and man. a half. I'm just saying. Best yeah, shave yeah. in the world, though. I'll just say that. Oh, anyway. man. I think I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, <laughs> only thing I worry about is look like I, someone attacked me with a razor. I'm running because you can't hide it. It, you know what? I'll be honest. I was very nervous, like especially yeah. in my neck area, shaving. Yeah. There. I was like, I'm afraid to cut myself. But it's, I know. It's, it's, it is like shaving like a normal razor. You just you okay. let the weight of it. I digress, <laughs> but we thought I'd just share that with you. Could have shared that off. The I could have shared that right off. The now. These are tips. I need these tips. <laughs> For all the people who shave or are bald or wanted yeah, to shave and have a good just, razor. We've, yeah, we've just changed the target audience <laughs> to bald men that need advice on shaving. I okay. love it. Now we regret. <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, I think the, you know, the trigger thing is very crucial when it comes to that aspect. So we got, you're talking about being brutally honest and just be real with all that. Right. Um, when it comes to the, you know, being, how much is this program in conditioning to, cause for me, I've done studies back in like saying, why are we like allowing things to just be able to pull away? Why is it so hard for humans just to be like, this is what I want, and this is what I want to experience, and not be told what they should be experienced. Because you look at everything in the world, even to look at what's going on with COVID. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to get too into it, but it's just one of those things where I look at it and I say, regardless what side you're on, whatever your opinion is, but look how they're just saying things and people just you know, like, like science. I'm in the I'm in the health world, so like science used to be scientific, where you evaluate, you test, you keep yeah. evaluating, you testing, you challenge, you challenge, you challenge, you challenge, you challenge. Now science is consensus. Yeah. Group of doctors say, this is what it is. No testing, no nothing. Here it is. They spew it out and people are just like, okay, that's it. 
And I sit there and I'm just like, am I in a twilight zone? Why are we not? But I see this not just in the health world, but I see this in every facet of life. My question to you, just curious, why do you think that is? You know what? I don't, I I think that I have a, I have a shirt that I wear. I gave it to a lot of the people on my, in my mastermind business from within and would take retreats. And I like to give them t-shirts with things. And the t-shirt says, let my life tell the story. What that means, what that means is this. I have to be willing to stand on my own. I have to believe in myself to a place where like, that's why I can come on this show and we can jive. I'm not here. I don't fucking care what anybody thinks about this. I don't. I, like, I'm looking for the people that match me. And the problem is we, we go out into the world trying to fit in or, or not fully aware of who we are. And what happens is you match the wrong things. You got to get your magnet right. And so, and so why do people just follow? Uh, I truly, truly believe that uh, it's a massive lack of self-awareness. Massive. It's, it's, it's also, uh, I want to hear what they want to hear because it solves something else on the inside. I get that. And they're scared and they're fearful. They don't understand emotions and what's happening. They don't have the level of level of awareness around emotions, but, but I think, I think, um, yeah, like it's a, it's a really interesting question. It's, it's, I think people need to understand who they are and be willing to stand alone. See, that really triggers a lot of stuff. If I can, like, I got to be able to stand on my own when everyone's laughing at me, but I'm going after what I want to go after. I, you know what I mean? Like I drove a 2004 uh, minivan that was, uh, and, and I was a super successful dude. And I had this van and my, I, my mother-in-law got it for me. Okay. Or she's like, Hey, there's my cousin who has it. Listen to this deal though. You got to like the deal. 2,500 bucks. Okay. Six, uh, 60,000 kilometers on this thing, but really old. Like we're talking like lucky to have power windows. Okay. But I'm sitting there, my net worth doesn't match this. Okay. And so what I did was I, I had to buy it. I'm like 2,500 bucks. It's a, it's, it's almost free, but I needed a vehicle. And then I was driving this thing and I'm like, I'm not driving this thing, but then I drove it. I'm like, why would I not drive this thing? What's the only reason I would not drive a perfectly good vehicle, great mileage drives good. I got tons of kids. Why does everything inside me says F that I'm not driving that. Because of, so I, what I do is this, I'm so desperate to not be controlled by my bullshit, by my past, is that I just drove it until it became normal. Like laugh at me. It doesn't match my, doesn't match my image that I'm trying to build. So it's, it's in us deeply to belong. But the problem is if you don't feel that belonging within yourself, by yourself, having nothing, we're going to look for it in other areas. If we don't feel our own love for who we are, which is so abstract with what I say, because what does that mean to the listener? Who the hell knows? I'd like to talk to every one of them because loving yourself is not, it's, it's complicated in the world that it shouldn't be. So I think people are looking to belong because they don't even like who they are. They're not connected to their emotions. They're not connected to what they want. So what they do is they follow. Do you know how easy it is to control someone? It's so easy. So easy. Why do you think there's science on how to sell shit to people? Because it's easy. It's so easy. But I believe that people are lacking belonging. I think that's why we have people that are fanatical sport team fans. 
I love the Edmonton Oilers. I'm a big fan. But why am I a big fan? Because I was born in the Edmonton city. And I get to be part of something. I get to have a tribe, but it's fake. These people don't care about me, but I get to belong to something. So if we don't have the inner game to the sense of, of that, I love who I am. And I'm willing to stand alone and just Ben is enough. If I can get there, now I will fly. I will fly. It'll be so easy in life. But the thing is, I think people are running around Trump, Biden, freaking Hillary Clinton. Let's just change the name. It doesn't freaking matter. COVID, vaccine, yes or no. Join your freaking group. The problem is, who the frick are you? And why don't you just believe what you believe? Well, I can't. My whole family's this way. Yeah, have fun being yourself then. You're, you're the luckiest person ever. I was born into a family that are not my tribe. That's a tough position, but it made me realize I have to figure out who I am and I need to get what I need from me. It's a weird concept. I love it. And there's always that us versus them for manipulation. And it always comes down to then, you know, where are you? And I love you bringing up the sport thing. I can go all day on that. I harp on that all day long, <laughs> especially when they're like, this is, we won. Like when the Cubs won the world series, obviously yeah, I'm a Chicago fan. Why? Cause awesome. I'm born in Chicago, exactly. but I'm a big baseball guy. Uh, but you know, but it's one of the things where it's like, I remember when they won, everyone was like, we won, we won. And I'm like, what the hell did you do yeah, 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 to yeah, win yeah. in that process? I cheered at my TV. <laughs> but here, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. We could demonize this, okay? This is just where I'm at in today. I've gone really hard on a lot of things, but watch this. I'm an Edmonton Oilers fan. You're a Cubs fan. Great. Here's the thing. Let's give ourselves permission to freaking be part of the team when we're not. We have to give ourselves permission to be, yeah, we did win it. Why? Because I'm part of it. Yes. Am I attached to it? My identity is not. Is my identity to it? No. So we, what we do is we want, don't want to, don't want to leave the things that really we like because of our conditioning. It's okay. Like if my dad was a, was a muscle car guy and it was part of our family, we're race car, all this, that's cool. It's just not your identity, but we don't have to give up enjoying these things. It's not like I'm not doing that. I'm only doing that to get self-worth and I need, no, that's okay too. Like just chill out. Don't be attached to it. That's all. Enjoy the race cars. Enjoy the Cubs. Let me be the biggest Edmonton Oilers fan with the best hockey player in the world right now, Connor McDavid. It's the craziest fun thing. I love watching it, cheering and screaming at the TV. That's not who I am, though. That's just having fun. See, we just cross over going. I don't. So what happens is if you do have an attachment, like you want to fight someone in the stands, there's a problem means that your identity is lost. You need to simply go, who am I and what do I want? Why is, why is that the hardest question in the world for people? Watch this. What do you want? Why is that so hard? Well, I don't really know. I know what I want. A million dollars. Yeah. Oh, you're one of those guys. Okay. That just means you don't know what you want. By the way, I've had a million dollars and it did nothing. It, and, and so when you become, as Jim Carrey says, right? I wish everyone became rich and famous to realize it's not the goal. It's very empty. And it's, uh, yeah, I love that quote he says there. And, and, and I love when you bring up attachment too, because it's one of those things like, you know, before Cubs lost or whatever, I'd be like, oh man, and it messes your right. day. Right. Now it's like, oh, Cubs didn't make the, the playoffs this year? Eh, that's all right. Cool. Next year. Yeah. Or yeah. they got rid of all the players this year? All right, cool. And you see all the Cub yeah. fans all sad. And it's like, what are you sad for? It, yeah. it doesn't affect you unless that's, again, like you said, unless that's your identity and all that that's kind right. of things. So now so much you're messing more. with my world. Why are they effing with me? And the, Matt, like, Holy crap. Like, I don't like it's weird, though. Yeah, you don't have to be cut everything out, though. You can enjoy it. 
And you brought up another point I thought I, I would love to bring up is like, you know, you talk about like it's I'm not here. You know, a lot of times I was raised this way. People pleaser. OK, so it's always sure. about pe- people Me pleasing, too. how to make sure. Right. And I love when you're like, I, I don't you know, I don't people need to learn more to just be them. And, and I yeah. think it's the how to. I think people need to learn how to be more like themselves, because there's so many times when, you know, I, I remember when I first was like said no to somebody about doing something for them, a family member. And then the guilt and the shame came in me. Why? Because I had that conditioned. And so yeah. then all of a sudden I'm like, I feel horrible, yeah. you know, this and that. And still to this day, there's times where it ha- happens where I'm like. I'll say no. And then all of a sudden my wife, like, how are you? I'm like, are you okay with that? And I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'll get over it. It's just, I feel bad. And she's like, what do you feel bad for? Like you're, you're being honest. You're being authentic to yourself. Why are you feeling bad? I said, it's old programming. Sometimes it's just hard to, you know, it comes back every once in a while. It's a shadow. It comes for a visit once in a while. That's all. (laughs) So once in a while I wake up feeling like a total loser and I'm like, oh, Hey, you're here today. Okay, cool. I'll hang with you for a bit versus fight you. Love that. That's how you get it done. And so when it comes to an individual, let's say a listener's like, oh, yeah, that's me. I can never say no. I can never. Yeah. What are some things to help the inner critic, that inner dialogue yeah. to kind of break through that pattern so they can be more authentic to themselves? So if I answer how, we will let everyone down because they have something called Google. F and Google it. And guess what? Didn't work for you, did it? Let's Google it and figure out how do I do this? I'm like, wrong question. So we need to look at why. First, why? Why not be a people pleaser? What the freak's wrong with that? Why not just not letting people down? Why do we have to fix that? Why, what is the, we need to change the motivation and the reasoning behind why we don't want to be a people pleaser because people pleaser, it serves you. You don't get into conflict. You get to feel happy when you give to people. We just demonize people pleasing. That's not the problem. I don't mind. Vic, I'd love to make you happy. I and I give myself permission. Maybe I might want to do something and make you like me. I'm okay with that. Again, it's not my identity anymore. So we demonize people pleasing. So first of all, we're not going to get away from being a kind-hearted person that wants to make someone happy. That is DNA. That is who I am. I don't know why. I'm a, I'm a practitioner also in Myers-Briggs. So that's something called a feeling type. It means that you look at people's, you look at life through other people's lenses, which is okay. So first, this is what we have to be okay with. We demonize it, first of all, and why? So let's look at some basic practice stuff. So first of all, we have to understand that, that our brain understand what our brain does. And our brain is not who we are. So what it is, is this, your brain collects data from the past and then tries to predict your future. Uh, uh, uh. The brain's job is not to predict the future. That's a backseat driver, which is great because you can take it in as a consult. Okay. So behind, behind the scenes, it's like, Hey, you know what? You slipped on the ice on that driveway, the ice, it was icy. You slipped there. The brain says, hey, be careful. Like, hey, don't go on that driveway. Oh, hold on. Let me just take that. Uh, it's, uh, you know, 60, 60, 70 degrees out and 80 degrees. You're not getting any, like 90 degrees. You're not getting any. So you have to understand that that brain is going to give you advice from the past history. We have to understand that that's not who I am. So, so what's going to happen is we got to take that into a consult. And so, so this is really important because we don't understand who we are and what we're all about. Understand that that's a role we need to play. So, so when people are people pleasing, of course, it's, it's an insecurity. It's, 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 I need your approval and there's stuff there, but I think we need to accept ourselves more than change ourselves. I think that's something I worked on my whole life. I tried to get enlightened. I tried to take that journey and a man, did I get smart? 
self-aware. Dude, I can read people. I can see their soul. I can help them break them down. Man, do I got skills and intuition. And what I realized though, as I continued to take the human development personal growth journey to fix myself, which was not the, the right way to do it, was I, I, I realized how fucked up I was. And so the more I tried to fix my stuff that I didn't like about myself, anger, rage, manipulation, driven, father issues, not listening to my wife, all like nonstop changing when I don't need to change. Oh, I got all kinds of stuff I've had to work on. I got really good at fixing them to find out there's 30 more every time I fix another one. And so what I was trying to do was solve myself value and my and 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 my personal self-worth my identity and all this stuff was around still personal growth until i realized enlightenment is self-acceptance like this is self-love yeah i do yell at my kids sometimes guess what still like me yeah sometimes sometimes i eat that second piece of cake and my belly's so freaking full but my tongue is saying eat another one you're gonna love it and then you feel disgusting after i still like me then too and so this journey, it was like, I leveled up on such a level when I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm okay. I'm a people loser. I'm cool with that. And that is what self-love is. It's not about this whole idea about being, being enlightened or getting to a place of mastery is bullshit. Mastery is when you realize that you can't master yourself. And you realize that, and I guess what we just do in that moment, the pressure goes from 150 to 10. Because you know what? Yeah, you're right. I, you know, someone goes, you're an asshole. Yeah, sometimes I am. That's like the that's like the spiritual master because it wasn't the guy that solved his anger. You don't gotta fix yourself. What a beautiful place to be. Holy shit. I've been trying to fix my shit because I hated myself for so long that I thought if I could stop being angry, I could be a better human being. If I could stop you know, self-sabotaging myself, or if I could just figure out my old history and fix it in the past, I was beat up as a kid, hardcore, lived a brutal life. If I could just fix that, that was, that was, that helped, but it didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't help. It helped, but it didn't help. We need to accept who we are, but not, not to a place of giving up acceptance to loving who we are with all the colors that we bring. I love that, brother. See, I knew it would be jelly, man. I, I, I love how you brought up the enlightenment path. I was in the same boat. It's <laughs> awesome. But it's it, 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 a lot of great nuggets there. I mean, I can pick out so many of those that you're sharing here, but it's it's one of those things where, um, you, you know, I always thought that you there's levels we have to get to and fix and get to that purpose, right? And then all of a sudden it's like, hold up, that there's, there's always more. There's always new yeah. things. There's always new this. And it's like, all right, well, let me take the pressure off me now not be so like oh i gotta keep going going now it's more like oh cool i'm learning this today uh this is what's the yeah. this is what it's being brought to my world all right cool i'm gonna take that and uh and grow from yeah. it try 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 doing work when you gotta pee real bad <laughs> you know what i mean like say like you're sitting there you're sitting there i just gotta finish typing something i gotta do this email and you're sitting there just bouncing on your chair you can't even effing think straight when you're under pressure your performance drops so low so again watch this why do we need to drop pressure? Not how. Why is because you're not going to give what you want. So when you're coaching someone, it's like, this is what you want, right? Cool. Well, this is in the way. That's a problem with therapy. Therapy, they just sit there and tell you all your problems and why you are the way you are and all this stuff. 
but the thing is, where's the motivation to change it? Other than I don't feel happy. It's too, how about this? I want to, I want to, I want to live in West Vancouver. Well, now I have a clear mission. Oh, what's in the way of that mission? I want to whatever. And so I think we have to understand we need to tie ourselves to what we really want. And then all of a sudden we, we realize that uh, pressure is not serving us to get it. And now they're motivated. Now, now, see, we have to work on getting the right motivation, which is tying to a purposeful goal that's aligned to who they really are, not someone else's goal. So that always goes back to what's driving us to change is where I like to start working with someone versus how. We're the real estate agents, man. Everyone knows how to do the game and no one does it. Why? Let's go to, because they're tied to a goal that's a 50 sales, 20 sales. I want to make this much money. Why? Like I talked to someone, they're like, yeah, so um, I want to make 50 sales. Awesome. What are you going to spend the money on? Uh, 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 I'm going to buy a rental property and then I'm going to buy, have holidays and all this. I'm like, okay, cool. That's going to cost you maybe yeah, 150 grand a year. Okay. Oh, well, why, why is your goal 400? Hmm. So what are you doing? With the other whole, okay, that's great. Let's price out what you wanted. Now let's go to the other half a million that you want to make. Why? Well, security. Oh, so you're trying to solve an emotional feeling of being insecure by having more money. Oh, interesting. Okay. So why don't we just get your security fixed? And now you don't have to make a half million. See, see, this is the thing, right? So this is, this is, this is the game, but how do you tell someone I no, actually I've worked with agents that are million dollar agents and they're busy. Oh my goodness. Cause they've learned how to sell and sell and sell. They're more salesmen than they are business owners. A lot of the work I do is helping them transform from a hustler to a business owner, which is systems and actually having a machine that serves them. It's like, imagine a chiropractor's office doing the check-in. Hold on, just wait, wait, wait. Let's get you all checked in here. And then, and then it's like running to the office. That's how real estate agents are. They're like, they're like, I know what I'm going to do. Start a restaurant. I can cook, I can serve, I can do the marketing, clean the parking lot after hours. I, that's the issue with all real estate agents. But I've had a lot of agents that I've worked with that are million dollar agents and, and more, two and a half million, three million dollar big ones. They come to me and they're like, yeah, it's chaotic behind the scenes. I look real good, but it's chaos. And so I say, what if I could get you from a million to 800,000? And they look at me, what the hell are you talking about? Well, you want, what do you want? Don't you want lifestyle? Why the hell did you want to make this money anyways? You lost touch with the actual motivator. And you got sucked into this industry that says you are a hero if you hit the high goals. And they even give you big, fancy porcelain awards and glass awards that say you're the best because of your gross revenue. You could sell a million dollars. If it costs you a million to get, you're, you're a hero in the industry. So you've got this industry and that's just one industry. I'm sure yours is the same in chiropractor, in every industry, everyone wants to set your goals for you. And if you don't set your own goals, your real motivations get really clear. So the agent that I bring down from a million to 800,000, know what we're doing? We're actually putting systems in to get what he wants. And so just this backwards thinking in the world of making millions and this is so messed up because they actually just want to have security. They want to wake up in the morning and have a freaking tea without having the pressure. And so the pressure is stopping them from getting what they want. And so we have, and then instead we go after how, not why. We need to go after why. Like, why do you want to have that? I love that. So much deep value in that. And there's so much I can dive into, but you know, that's a whole nother episode right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally um, but it's true though, because we do, we strive and, and it's again, whose other goals that we're taking on thinking that's what we want. That's what we desire. And then getting to the why I love that because that's something I, I harp on, especially when yeah. someone tells me, Hey, 
I want to make a million dollars. I have a million dollar practice. Okay. Why? What does that do for you? What's the purpose? What's what, why is that? So why, what is, what is that? Why? Yeah. And what's what all the things you're going to do with that. Yeah. And then when we dissect it, I'm like, like you were saying, eh, I don't know. That's you can still that. do that at this level and you can work yeah. at this many hours and you can have all this extra free time now to do whatever the hell you and, want. And that's the issue right there. What the fuck am I going to do with my free time? Exactly. And, and I don't like who I am. So then I'm going to have to actually live with this person. If I'm not busy, I'm going to have to look at this crap and, and, and the parts of me I don't like. It's because I only feel good when I'm doing my practice, when I'm doing the work, because then people appreciate me because I don't appreciate myself. And I don't know how to get that. I don't know how to get appreciated within myself. So I need to keep pushing. That's the real truth. I couldn't agree more with you there, brother. So real quick, how can people connect with you, uh, find what you're up to, all you're doing and all that great stuff? BenOsterveld.com, B-E-N-O-O-S-T-E-R-V-E-L-D.com. I put it all there. I run retreats. If you want to take four days with me on a small group and get really real with who you are, what you want, there's nothing. I can't explain to you how taking jet boats to an island and doing a silent hike, coming back, having amazing food, and then talking about what we need to let go of, we bring in adventure mixed with personal growth. And this is the real he part because we work with energy. If I can shift your energy, like imagine if we're me and you were had something at each other. We didn't really like each other. There's a bit of history there. But what if we went and had a blast together? Then do the therapeutic conversation. So we bring in adventure to change your energy. And then we go deep dive into who you are and what you want and what's in the way. So that's the one thing that I'm, I'm, I'm doing that's very close to my heart. But if you're a real estate agent, that's a real estate reboot camp, six months of mindset reset and systems reset. And we're going to help people become business owners, not because we're here to win awards, but because we're actually here to build a life and real estate, just like chiropractor, beautiful business to be able to automate and get some things together. Huge amount of money can be made. But the problem is, uh, is, is that there's no systems a lot of times and they just grind it out and they think working harder is going to actually solve the problem, but it doesn't. So benosterville.com, it's all there. I'm also got a, two podcasts from within the podcast and agent from within. We're rebranding re it to the richest real estate agent because because a book is coming out to, to do that. But lots of other stuff. But benosterville.com is how you get me. I'll have that all in the show <laughs> notes for the listeners. I'll make sure of that. Yeah. But uh, Ben, this was awesome. I knew Beautiful. from the beginning this was going to be great. And uh, I love your energy, man. I love what you're doing. You're really helping uh, wake some people up here and, and get them to really find more of what they really want. And so kudos to you and all the work you're doing, thanks, brother. Man. Thanks, man. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me, man. It's it's neat to, 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 to know you. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time, keep rocking and rolling.